My favorite thing is that, like, so the, uh, what the fuck are they calling themselves? The, the kings of, the kings of NXT. NXT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever they showed up and just ran to the, like, ran to the rings, <laughs> one of the comments I read afterwards was like, William Regal in like five years has done jack shit to improve security. <laughs> like, <laughs> never took Joe's advice. Joe just, was just, just trying to help. Joe was just in in retrospect. Joe really was. He was showing the flaws in the system, and just just Regal has not shared those up over the years. I re- I worry. I worry for the safety of those uh, of those performers at this rate. Oh man, especially Kelly and Dane with his face covered in red dye corn syrup. After that, oh, hold on. I want to read this. Are you gonna be mad if I make WWE my heel again? Yes. <laughs> I am. The most Blake Tanner move. Welcome to Fight Boys, a show about professional and not so professional wrestling. I'm a big ball of anxiety, Scotty Moore. Ditto, Blake Tanner. I am fully geared, the Dylan. <laughs> oh, man, that is the one thing I'm looking forward to this week. And yeah, if there's one thing this week needed, it's full gear. Something that I will say, and I said it earlier, might be the greatest card AEW has ever fucking produced. Blake, give me that money. Oh God! Well, it's never. It's it's never too soon. Listen, you you had to pay me this year. I'll pay you next year. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, SmackDown. There's not much news, but I will say Brian Alvarez kind of hit the nail on the head when it comes to SmackDown, which is it's like the Attitude Era again. In that there is some phenomenal A-tier shit, like Roman and Jay and all that shit. But then there's just also some shit where you're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need Lars Sullivan doing his own Mick Foley backstage interview. Which, holy shit, if there's ever been a big man with a voice that doesn't fit a big man, it's Lars Sullivan. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's the butcher, because that is also true. Very true. true. I'm sorry. Brock Lesnar has entered the conversation. (laughs) Say something stupid, Paul. No, he's... I can't remember who interviewed him. How did you not know? How could you not know? (laughs) (laughs) The fact that, like... I, I love that his voice is more akin to what I would assume a, a, a giant raptor would have, a large bird of prey. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, the bird of prey. Uh, on to Raw. Aaliyah kissed Murphy, which I heard was a velveteen dream for him. And God, it was just... Oh, that was... <laughs> that was good and awful at the same time. It... It sucked to watch, dude. Like it. Oh wait, no, that was SmackDown, wasn't it? Yeah, because he's on. He's on SmackDown. I well, it was something I didn't like, so I just assumed <laughs> it was on Raw. <laughs> how old is How old is she? Uh, on commentary, they're saying nineteen. I don't know how old she is in real life because apparently, according to them, Dominic Mysterio was. A fourteen-year-old for so fucking long, and then he started how, uh, wrestling. How, how old is Eddie Murphy? Uh, no, there's like at least a ten, if not fifteen-year age difference. I refuse to believe that that he is five years older than me. I refuse. <laughs> um, God, it's just a terrible, terrible storyline. Like they're doing what they can with it, but it's. Like, SmackDown got handed a pile of shit, and they were like, here, do something with this. And they're like, okay, but unfortunately, we're gonna go through the logical progression, which would lead to Aaliyah kissing this man, and no, (laughs) just no. I always say, if I have to sneak him into bars, it ain't worth it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Who are you, Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> what the fuck was that? All right, 13 all right. year. 
Uh, I get older, they stay the same age. Are you, were you in the Thunderdome two weeks ago, Blake? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm the guy that posts for the fucking, I don't know, what's something crazy that people do with the Thunderdome that's not racist? Dildos? I mean, <laughs> I was just making a Matthew McConaughey reference, but yeah, we could talk about the dildos. And the, that is something that we need to talk about. They They showed like a band list. Of everyone who you can't show the picture of. And there were a lot of, like, Kenny Omega's not on it. So we could just have a bunch of people with Kenny Omega pictures for, in the Thunderdome, which would be the scariest shit on the planet. If you're, if you're, a, imagine being a professional wrestler and, or imagine being a painter and then just a shit ton of Van Goghs are watching you all around. I want to coordinate this right now on the next thunderdome they're not gonna have I, I mean fuck it um they do it for smackdown right they do it for all the shows okay it's in all of them um shows how much attention i've been paying but like smackdown the night before fucking full gear as we start to go home the last segment we just get everybody to switch over to kenny omega <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the Bucks were on there, which they immediately made a shirt out of because they're the Young Bucks. Cody was on there. Surprisingly, CM Punk, which just shows how much that Fox deal really meant to them. Mm-hmm. Fuckers. Uh, yep. They were on there. Benoit, obviously. Like, it was mostly a lot of the competition and then, like, logos. They were like, if you see the AEW logo, cut it out. The New Japan logo, the Impact logo, cut them out. Mm-hmm. Everything that's not <laughs> The ours. WWF logo from the, uh, from the New Generation era, cut, cut it, it out. out. It, yeah. Um, and, and retribution news, I love how much Ali's trying to make this work. I love how much, because they were asking him, like, hey, why they got masks and have dumb fucking names? And he goes, let me tell you why the members of Retribution look the way they look and have the names they have. Imagine being judged by your name, being mocked because of how you look. Now imagine a guy named Mustafa Ali that gave the members of Retribution names and masks so that they can feel what he feels. So... T-Bar's a commentary on racism. <laughs> like, that's that's the deal now, I guess. Uh, no, no, no. The the bigger story is Slapjack is a comment on racism. <laughs> M- Mustafa, what have you done to combat racism? I present to you Slapjack. You named a New Zealander Slapjack. That is correct. <laughs> All right, that is fighting that Kiwi racism. Yeah. That quality Kiwi racism. But yeah, it's one of those things that I'm like, well, at least there's a reason for it now. At least they came up with a reason for it. <laughs> and by they, I mean, I mean Ali, because the rest of the writing team forgot about them weeks ago. I did love that. He was on, uh, he was on Raw Talk and they kept like M- Mustafa Ali and he was like, my name's Mustafa pronounce it motherfucker learn how to say my name or don't keep it out of your mouths damn son which i mean even even we for the longest time was like mustafa but that's also because that's That's all the commentary said we assumed that they would would pronounce it correctly although although let's go back to the whole pack pock debacle i don't want to (laughs) pack pock i still don't know which, by the way, his promo on AEW was fucking phenomenal. Because, like, I guess they were gonna have him live, but then they got locked down in London, and they're like, yeah, he ain't coming the fuck over. So instead, it's nothing but Pac alone in a room, and then a bunch of Pac in his gear <laughs> surrounds him and starts screaming at him, and he's just like, my time in quarantine has not been the best. <laughs> I have gone a little crazy. I'm a, I'm a little. The guy who we're shot that here. By the way, that 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 promo was excellently shot. Oh yeah, it was fucking fucking masterpiece. Yeah. Um. So Halloween was last week, and that's of course the reason why Ghostface showed up at Halloween Havoc. Um. Not exactly sure why Ghostface is still a character on NXT now, though. 
Is it's just like well the Garganos have a guardian angel and its famed murderer ghost face. You know from help the them. scream. It's gonna help them run over tanks and play game board games with them. It's like yeah, I I feel like they've started to get, they've gotten to a point where it's like okay this person was supposed to be the higher power but we now we don't really have anybody in mind for the higher power. Guess it's Vince. Yeah, exactly. So now I want them to never unmask Ghostface. I just want it to be Ghostface, member of the NXT roster. Tag vacant. Yeah, tag team match. Tag team match next week. Johnny Gargano teams with Ghostface. I am Ghostface. In AEW news, feels good to be Cody Rhodes again. That was so... I've not liked Cody lately, but shit, that was a good promo where he's just like, I left the kingdom, and I still found a way to beat them. I still beat them, and it feels damn good to be called Cody Rhodes again, even if Justin Roberts can't say it. I hope they call him that on fucking uh, Full Gear. Like, I really do. He said he wasn't going to use it for a while. He was... Yeah, he was going to use it on projects. Um, although, uh, that didn't stop everybody on the internet from saying, Cody can't challenge for the AEW Heavyweight Championship, <laughs> but there's nothing in the contract that says Cody Rhodes can't. There's nothing in the rules that says a dog can't <laughs> wrestle if it's named Cody Rhodes. Oh, God. Um, I guess, I feel I, like- I guess with... Go on. Oh, no, keep going. Well, no, no, you're, you're... Okay, it's just I feel like there's something... About Cody, where the most genuine stuff that he's trying to do feels good as a promo, but there is a point where he tries too hard. Yeah, like when he's really natural about it, like he cut a pretty damn good almost heel promo on Darby, where he was like, Darby, why are you lying? You're telling everyone that like TNT officials don't want you to be the champion. That's a fucking lie. They would love to have you as our champion. I would love you to have the be the champion in other circumstances, motherfucker. And then I and- recruited you and he went through this whole self-aggrandizing bit and I was just like I'm just like, "Oh my god. Fucking fucking finish already, Jesus Christ." <laughs> oh, I I know why now. I, I I'm tired of watching you heel turn masturbate for the last 3 <laughs> months. I just need you to fucking get it over with. Uh, that that actually makes me understand why you love those Cody promos more because I believe that's about 60% of the Scotty promos I've ever heard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh speaking of Cody, he was like, "Who do I need to recruit into the Nightmare family to prepare for my upcoming heel turn?" How about a 56-year-old man, his baby boy, and a man who has not won a single fucking match ever? <laughs> like that was. I so- can't wait to do that. I can't wait to do that. Wrestling history X on fucking <laughs> Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson. Because at first it was a joke, but now I'm like, no, we could do a wrestling history X on Lee Johnson. <laughs> This is going to be the great... I feel like this is going to be the turning point. Like, I feel like next week on, like, Dark or some shit, he's finally going to get his first win. I will say, it does add a bit of joy to my heart every time that little results from Dark pops up in the bottom now. Because every time I look at it, like, where's he at? Where's he at and who beat him? Because I know someone did. I know he was there. I know he lost to somebody. It's like, what He happened? had a really good match. He had a really good match with, uh, with Sammy that I... Yeah, uh, I saw that. Fell in and out of sleep for. Is uh, is Red Velvet part of the Nightmare family? Because I didn't write this down, but we do need to discuss Brandy turning her action figure weird science style into a real wrestler named Red Velvet. It's the other way around. She found a wrestler that looked like her her little brand brand and was like, yeah. And then brought it up on commentary, and now commentary is bringing it up. And every time they do, I cringe a little bit more. I mean, a little bit more of my soul dies. And and I, I man who man who thought he didn't have any faith in the humanity left finds a little additional piece that dies. dies. <laughs> <laughs> I only knew I had faith left when it dies. Uh, yeah, like she's even got brandy gear now. Like they have full on just turned her into. Oh a no, little... that was her gear the whole time. Really? Oh, no. That was her own gear, yeah. She's been wearing that shit for months. Holy shit, dude. 
Why? I don't. Why? See, she doesn't look like her here. Like, I'm looking her up right now. She doesn't. But something about her presentation is full on. That's just another Brandy Rhodes. It's because she's standing next to Brandy Rhodes. Yeah. And uh, usually that would make the comparison harder to make because then you can point the differences out. No, with with this, it was just full on. No, that's just a that's a new Brandy. That's another Brandy. It's like the uh, the Natalie Portman and Kira Knightley thing from fucking uh, Phantom Menace, where it's just like I bet their parents can't even tell them apart. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, do y'all want to talk about Matt? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Sorry. Uh, so uh, yeah, earlier attitude. <laughs> I was talking about Matt Jackson, but we could talk about Matt oh, Hardy oh, too. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, he, he, he continued the long tradition of uh, putting on a Serpentico mask and fucking with someone. Yeah, which yeah. Is, <laughs> I'm just waiting for Serpentico to come out, and he just got a block box of all his of all his masks, and he just sets it next to ringside, and he just tells everybody near him to fuck off and don't touch it. <laughs> don't touch my masks. Uh, uh, now, we can talk about Matt during the, uh, the predictions later, because it might actually skew some things for some people. Not for me, but for some people it might skew things. But, uh... But by the way, uh, you don't know what you got till, till it's, it's gone. gone. Holy fuck, dude! That started off as a, a general, like a normal AEW promo, and then just in the middle of it, don't know what you got till it's gone out of nowhere, and I, it went from a two star recap to five like that quickly. There's <laughs> just something that like. Those random acts of wrestling really, really put put it over the top. It's almost like if you have a dinner segment and you break out into an entire show tune, and that just makes me, like, get wrestle hard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and what got me... Never, wrest- say the, never say that word again. I'm gonna put and it what, on a shirt. <laughs> what got me wrestle hard was uh, this Halloween, when Ring of Honor finally announced... They have signed Danhausen. It is their first redeeming act in so fucking long. No, no, no. They made Jonathan Gresham the pure champion. Yeah. Who is, is he got a stable now? Because like what you sent was you sent us the his founda- pro- yeah the foundation yeah him and him and uh fucking uh Jay Lethal yeah uh, have been the foundation for a bit. I don't know who the other two fuckers are, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I was like, who the fuck are... And then, that's the shitty thing about ROH is no one updates Wikipedia's fast. Like, I remember looking up something on Dalton Castle, like, what's he been doing? Oh, nothing since 2019, according to Wikipedia. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. Oops. So I was trying to find, like, oh, who's Gresham? Who's Gresham's little team here? And then they were like, Jonathan Gresham in 2002 did this. I kind of want something more recent, motherfucker. Parker, just give me something. He, uh, I do like that he, um, he, he fucking s- s- stole our promo from JWF for our storyline about this championship is the real championship of professional wrestling. <laughs> he dillined up. He the whole time he was doing that, and I was just like, I know, I know it wasn't original when I did it, but it is really weird to hear you say it after I did it in some, like, <laughs> bullshit jonathan fake gresham. wrestling promotion dylan's about to be like my heel of the week is jonathan gresham for stealing my shit uh but yeah Danhausen got hired they announced it on halloween to which i'm like because he's been he literally debuted a year ago so i'm sitting here like did they make him wait till halloween to tell him he got hired because holy fuck ring of honor kind of a bitch move still glad you did it at this point, I kind of want them to sign Warhorse, too, so we can have uh, Warhausen. Yeah. No, the, and then for Warhorse, they're going to wait till June 9th, so it could be like, 6-9, yeah! The sex number! I love it! Nice, 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 nice! And, of course, that was my good, good Halloween costume, actually, me and my baby. She did not want to dress up like Danhausen, so I just tried to put makeup on her face, and it didn't turn out that good. She was uh, she was very angry, Hausen. She was, she was angry, Hausen, at me. 
But you know who I love housing? All of our patrons at patreon.com slash loadofbs, the website where you can support us, get access to exclusive content like our personal Discord, where you can come in, hang out, chat. We watch wrestling live whenever they go live, and I can actually access it. So you can watch wrestling alongside with us, and you can kind of taper my fury when it comes to raw or tell me that aw might not be as good as i think it is whatever you want you can do it at patreon.com slash load of bs i'm i'm proud of raw they did good this week they did good i was i was shockingly surprised but who are we tweeting this week dylan uh i mean you should probably tweet at dan house and congratulate him you're real happy for him right i'm very happy hey at Dan, see, Danhausen's one of the few people who I think we could actually possibly get to follow us. I just don't know how that would begin. Hey, at Danhausen, at sexy Chucky e. T still refuses to follow us. Please steal his teeth. Danhausen Watchhausen. Hashtag what? Danhausen? Yes, it's got to be Dan Watchhausen. No, Dust Watchhausen, because it's both. All right, now let's get into our heels and baby faces of the week. I think this is the one, by the way. Not to get a follow from Chuck Taylor, but it might get us a follow from Dan Housen. <laughs> All right, okay. uh, who would like to begin with with their heel? I, I'm going to uh, be my, quick. Mine's the, I was going to say, mine's the least consequential, but yeah, if you want to go. Okay, um... Just real, because I, I think this is a quick episode, so I'm just going to fucking get in and get out. WWE fucking sucks. Oh, God, again. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, and this is uh, a, a gentleman that we all know and love relating to how Miro was fired um, from WWE. He's the best. He's the best, man. He's the best, man. So, um, you see his gear? Yeah, he's got good gear. Like, he's still trying to, like, get back in it when it comes to in-ring work, because he's just doing big man shit. But I, I oddly, I oddly like, am okay with him wearing kick pads. I didn't think I'd like it when I first saw it, but it, it works. Yeah, he's got a way, he's like, he, I love what he's done with his look. Um, but, uh, okay, so, uh, based off of a recent Talk is Jericho episode, um, he went into full detail, kind of the circumstances around his release, and um, he believes that it started in a talent meeting that WWE had while they were trying to handle the ongoing global health crisis at the time that is still ongoing um, because we've had the largest number of reported cases this week ever. Let, 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 let it go. Okay. Anyway, um... So he was talking about basically he, him and a few of the other people at that meeting were very vocal about how they did not like how WWE was handling the situation. You know, the one that's caused several COVID outbreaks now. Um, I think Blake's heels COVID-19. I don't think it's WWE at this point. My Yes, my heel is COVID-19 and how people are so terrible at handling it. Um and that mostly be, WWE. That's, that's probably heel of the year. That's heel of the year contender. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, you know, he he kind of, he said that he felt like he was targeted after that and because he wasn't towing the company line or somebody that, uh, you know, was seen as not going to be towing the company line and maybe even, you know, revealing the shitty stuff that WWE was doing that came out later anyway. He just got fired. Yep. But now we have the best man. So like we won. I mean, we 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 lost handsome Rusev, but we gained, you know, sexy beautiful Mira. best yes. man. Yeah. We, you know what? He may have lost his job, but we all won in the end, including him. Yeah. He he does have to watch his wife get put through seven tables seven times on television, which but we didn't even talk about that. That's apparently their technique to get Lana over as a baby face is to keep putting her, her through, through tables. tables. And I'm like, I you know you're making me enjoy it more because I know she's going to get put through it because it's the Tommy Dreamer thing. Tommy Dreamer 
when he was a baby or babyface, people fucking hated. And then I think it was I think it was either Raven or Sandman hit him with like fifty kendo stick shots, and people. Raven. Re- it was Raven, and they realized like, oh, this is a tough motherfucker, and then that's when he started to get over. So I think that's what they're trying to get over is, oh, she keeps getting put through tables, but she keeps coming back, and I'm like, yeah, but then she opens her fucking mouth, and I don't like it anymore. So like, no. It, have you have you considered, Scotty, that maybe just maybe WWE isn't thinking about you? <laughs> oh, I Only know slightly. they're not. Only slightly. Okay. But yeah, every time Retribution comes on screen, he knows they're not thinking about him. All right, Dylan, Dylan, you want to get into your heel because it's it's the most accurate heel I've ever seen. Yeah. So um, I am a huge fan of AEW. I've been very vocal about that. Haven't hit it. Uh, They are my show, my brand, Um, my brand, my brand. Yes. Uh, However, since the pandemic started, AEW Dark has gotten Unfucking reasonably long, like two to two and a half hours, one time three hours weekly. I watch this shit late at night. I have fallen asleep multiple times now because it's just so goddamn much. And don't get me wrong, there is there are good matches and they're really good matches, but like. Fucking hell, man. It, literally, it's more wrestling than their main show. It's more wrestling than Dynamite every yeah. week. More wrestling than their actual wrestling show. They have another one tomorrow. They have another They have another YouTube thing tomorrow. That's, that's happening. I don't know if you know that. That is a thing. That is happening tomorrow. And yep. then they have the buy-in, which and, is also happening. And they so have like, uh, the countdown on TNT. I don't know if that's the same thing, but yeah. Fuck. I, I, I like I understand you want to put out a lot of fucking content, but you got BT, you got and it's weird coming from a world of WWE that had like three weekly shows, then two bi-monthly pay-per-views basically, and then being like AEW's doing too much, but like no, they're doing too fucking much. Like less is more. Don't get me wrong, it really is helping like a lot of wrestlers. Like we wouldn't have gotten uh who the fuck is it? Lee Layla. Johnson. <laughs> Lee Johnson or uh who, who's the fucking like the tiny angry Russian chick? Oh god, I can never remember her name. But she's yeah. phenomenal. We talked about her last week. We've gotten her. She's been fantastic. Like it works really well because um instead of squash squash matches, they're like letting these guys fucking work. Like the best friends gave up a shit ton of offense in their match. Yeah. Who were they, they like who, who were they facing? Fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> I was I was gonna say if it was the people who just got signed, that might be no, why. It wasn't. But, okay. Though the the Actually no, they did beat the shit out of them the week before. Oh, okay. Um uh, uh Platinum Max Caster, by the way, is your new favorite wrestler, Scotty. The name. Just the name is enough for me to be like, no, that name fucking rips. That's a great name. Wait till you hear him like half shitty rap diss people it's gonna be oh no that's got real oh. bad uh that's got bad p-dog vibes though no 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 it actually he actually he actually made the guy he was insulting in the ring corpse because i don't think the guy knew it was coming <laughs> that's okay i'm gonna I'll, I'll check him out um onto my heel and it's he's not a political person guys he's not despite the fact that he has donated money to a certain orange man's campaign and a different person with his wrestling name donated to the same campaign with the same amount of money. But it is uh, none other than cowboy Chris Jericho from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Does he have American citizenship? Yeah. Yeah. He's been okay. here way too long. Uh, he, he tweeted. Dude, I out, don't know, man. Kenny Omega spent a lot of time here. He doesn't. Yeah. But after uh, after having Donald Trump Jr. on his show, after spouting some real anti-COVID shit, after uh, doing some real uh, super spreader events, he tweeted on Tuesday. I'm not a political person, but is it strange to anybody else that for the first time ever, we have to wait a day Two days, five days, ten to find out who won the presidential race. No, it's not. And 
And yet you only have to wait two days to get these delicious Omaha steaks. Come and get them. Um, yeah, no, um, Chris? Chris? Do you not remember 2000? The bit one of the biggest moments of your career going to the WWE. Yep. One of the reasons why Florida is usually the one of the first states to get their counts in now because they had to fix their shit. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, so my favorite thing about that is um, one of one of my boys uh, who you love so much, Scotty Lance Storm. Oh yeah, l- literally brought that up and he was like, I did promos about that in 2000 in WCW. <laughs> like, he like, you could tell even Lance Storm, who's a friend of Chris Jericho, was just sitting in his home just being like, Chris, what the fuck, man? Yeah, a lot of people. Bronson Reed said, why to jump to conclusions? MVP just said, delete this. And my personal favorite, CM Punk just put the SpongeBob meme where he has his hands on his fucking hips. I'm not a political person. Oh, God. Do I need to fucking break it down? No, no you don't. You don't. Please don't. That's not don't. what this podcast is. But yeah, it was just, uh, I was trying to find something in wrestling that was getting my gander as far as heels go, but then that was just, I was like, Chris, bud! Like, someone tweeted out Randy Orton and Chris Jericho in 2020, and it was the fucking, um, the, uh, the pause menu from, uh, uh, Oh, shit, what's the name of the game? Rocket League. And it just says, change teams. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, I guess that does work for Orton because he's completely flipped now. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, Orton- yeah, see the, see the picture that is the, the, the main picture for our Facebook group? Yes. Um, <laughs> God, there was one thing that I wanted to say about this, but I can't even fucking remember. This is too, too buck wild. Like, the fact that it, it's just, I mean... Fucking conspiracy theorist Jericho is back on it, just asking questions yeah. and not looking for answers. Chris is one of those people who's like, I'm just going to play devil's advocate, which are my least favorite type of people. And I'm like, no, bud, I understand you think you're helping. You're not helping right now. You're really not fucking helping. Yep. <laughs> so because, let's, let's, okay. Yeah, let's just no, we can't because it's already been a political ass week, but I just had to bring that up. Onto our baby faces, though, and okay. uh, I'd, I'd like to start because it's mine's relatively short, and it's a moment that happened in AEW when FTR broke Matt's leg again because Matt's already going in with an injury, and they said, well, we gotta find a way to make him be able to sell this and it not seem weird. But during that beatdown, Hangman Page came out, and I said, oh, that's that's nice that they're remembering that Hangman Page is friends with the Young Bucks. And then Kenny Omega came out, and I understand they have a match, but still, for that brief, that brief fleeting moment, I didn't think I'd want to see the Elite again. But in that moment, I said, actually, these dudes fucking rule, and they didn't do enough with them in their time together. Well, they didn't have a chance because COVID. Remember when we were supposed to get Blood and Thunder, or whatever it was called? Oh, uh, Thor, Th- Thor, Blood and Guts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just like a really nice moment, and then like Hangman looked at Kenny and gave him a fist bump, but then they got into an argument. I was like, okay, they're continuing the storylines, but it is nice to see those four men in a ring together again. Like, th- it was so good that a brief moment in time, I just said, Ken- don't turn Kenny heel. Keep it like this. Keep it like this, please. And then, and then, and then I showed up out of nowhere when you said those words, and I was like, go fuck yourself. Wearing, wearing sunglasses and a leather jacket. Like, Dylan, why is your hair silver? Shut the fuck up. V Trigger! <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Dylan, who's your baby face? Uh, my baby face and my continuing overall baby face for the past three months, is uh, is John fucking Silver, who is just the MVP of every match and segment he is in. Yep. He is a national treasure, and the world needs to realize it. Uh, during, during Dark, he's just... Ta- okay, so whenever the Dark Order comes out now, and, like, you know how everybody will stand up on the ramp, he just does fucking, like, arm pumps. Like, he just... Every time, that's his thing, is he's just pumping himself. And then in the matches... He just starts, like, half-frothing at the mouth. 
like getting himself so pumped up to the point where after the match on Dark, Cole Cabana was just staring and I'm like, what the, f- are you okay? What the fuck? And it's, it's so great. He went up against this giant, uh, uh, Brazilian dude, like literally like fucking foot taller than him and just started like throwing hands. He's like, I can take, you think you can lift me up? You can't. I'm big. I'm bigger than you. <laughs> No, I'm too big. And then it was like Caesar Bonone is literally just picks him up. And it was it's so he's he's on another level right now. And the fact that he made it to the main card of a pay per view yeah. is testament to how much work he has put in. He's such a good weird little motherfucker. Like I love the AEW has hired weird mother like him, Trent, Chuck, Hangman. They're all fucking just weirdos, and I love the AEW in most cases is like, yeah, we'll just let them be weird. Yeah, and we'll they, just let I'm, them I'm be pulling, shit. I'm pulling, I'm pulling for them on Monday for the, the BTE t- championship. Oh, yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't been following. What are they doing with that? Gator Dolph, baby. Oh, God, that's great. That's so good. They set it up everywhere. There was one point where fucking... Uh, God, who was it? It was Matt Hardy versus Trent. Yeah. And it went like 20 something shots. Holy shit. And like at the end of it, at the end of it, they were both like, I'm just glad it's over. This was embarrassing. <laughs> oh God, that's good. All right. It is. All right, Blakey T. Get into your heel or your baby face. I'm sorry. The reality is a heel though. Yes. Um, well, um, at this moment, it looks like uh, Kylie Ray has uh, decided to step away from wrestling. Um, she said on a post on her Patreon that um, she's currently unwell. Um, she's unable to fulfill any of their monthly subscriptions. And she said that uh, I wanted to take this time to say I'm no longer a professional wrestler and I'm currently taking a break from social media. It has been very hard. Um, but please understand, um, yeah, when I am well, I will try to fulfill any obligations that I've missed. So basically she is unwell at the moment and unable to continue, um, being a professional wrestler. So she is, um, retired at the moment and, um, semi-retired, semi-retired. We'll semi. we can hope that it's semi-retired, um, with, um, you know, whatever this is, uh, and you know, the important thing is, uh, just, Know that she's a wonderful, for, wonderful performer, and um, I do hope to see her back. But I hope that she takes her time and uh, gets well first. I I really do believe that, like she she might have some kind of like not not condition, but she might have some kind of anxiety yeah. about performing past a certain level and the expectation she feels others have. Because I really think that she just wants to be an independent wrestler, and that's fine. Like that's but like, great. But like she feels compelled to, and then whenever they're like trying to put the spotlight on her, it just wigs her out and she can't do it, and so she just like shuts down and goes into hiding. Cause like she put on she's put on shows in the interim. And it's not until like she's at a company and something major happens. Like AEW is like this big that that big show in fucking Daytona that she like disappeared. And then it wasn't until she was supposed to win the title for Impact where she disappeared. She was good up until then, but, like, it's just... Once it gets to a certain level, like, the reality of it just freaks her out, I think. Which is fine. I mean, maybe that's what she's going to go work on, is her, I guess, fear of success? Yeah, I also think... Well, it's probably more fear of failure that comes with being successful, because... um, Not only that, it's also got to be a matter of, like, if you're going to win a title... You've got to turn it the fuck on. You've got to go full fucking. You got to make sure the people in the audience think, "Oh, they deserved to win that title. Like they've earned that through this brawl." And that's fucking anxiety-inducing enough to be like, "You've got to perform so well that we give you gold. We give you a full ass belt." Like it's tough shit. And I'm gonna be honest. Um, like. No matter how well she does, there's always going to be that fucking subset of whatever part of the wrestling fandom that is just complete and utter trash that is going to be hard to deal with. Um, And that, like, will always just fucking badger the shit out of you on social media. And sometimes, like, I know for a lot of people that have had to leave social media, that is 
that kind yeah. of anxiety that comes from being constantly harassed um, on things like Twitter, other social medias, is completely unbearable, which is why I completely understand her taking a break from social media as well. Yeah, it, it's a lot. But yeah, Kylie was phenomenal. Like, I remember when Kylie disappeared, it was like, like for me, it was a full on like, she was one of my favorites. She was one of the people I was excited to see in AEW. But also, if it's here's my thing if her mental health is state is at stake yeah no don't don't fucking do it i'd rather be i'd rather go to a local indie and see you wrestle there and have a great time than see you freak yourself out and hurt over seeing you at like aew weekly yeah mental health comes first and like as a performer she's always gonna have her fans yeah uh well now on to our end discussion and i already said it but for what may be if they pull it off the show of the year full gear and our predictions for it and we already said matt's working with an injury so he's coming in a little bit off he's been working with it for a while apparently yeah i think they said he's had 10 matches on it but that also may affect We'll start with it. FTR versus Bucks. I just we need all... to say, Scotty, you need to look at the predictions as listed first because, um, 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 um. <laughs> no, no way, no fucking way. It's a nine match card. How do we do this? It's we a good found card. something to disagree with on a six match card, but this one, we're how? I mean, it just feels right. There was only one match I was on the fence on, and I'd die on Joshi Mountain, so, like, I couldn't. <laughs> okay, well, to let the audience in on the joke, we've all predicted the exact same fucking show. Which, I mean, like, it doesn't... It doesn't... I mean, it only helps Dylan. Um, sh- Should we all pick one match? And that be our dissension match, or should we just go with it as written? And we can then we can just enjoy the pay per view. Or okay, so keep keep it all the same, or have a dissension match. How about this? If you want a dissension, if you want to change a pick, Scotty, you change a pick. I am good with what I have chosen. Uh, well, I guess it does come back to the whole aew you know where they're going you just gonna enjoy the ride as you get there yeah the best part about aew is the fucking ride my dude you get in that van with sue and they take you places all right uh ftr versus the bucks we all have the bucks despite matt working with an injury because like you can't uh, do it two years in a row you can't two years in a row be like well now another person can't challenge for titles yeah don't tease Uh, me like that dq dq win more than likely dq win dirty dirty finish dirty finish well no that's probably going to be the disappointment of the night i i think it's i thought they said if they lose via uh if they don't win the title which that would be that would and tully's banned from ringside so they could still find some way to pull it out maybe but I don't know. Uh, Serena versus Allison K, which, holy shit, Tony. Okay. All right, Tony Khan. I really hope he's signing Allison. I, I always felt bad that, that Impact let her go and she then just kind of wandered because she was great as Impact champ, like Knockouts champion. Allison's one of those people that you just always see. Almost like Eddie Kingston, one of those people you just always see on like independent shows, on like Impact and shit like that, and you're like, wh- why? Why has no one done anything with this yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the match that I know the least about, which I think is pretty standard for all of us. But like, I'm really looking forward to these two doing it. Okay, phrasing Orange Cassidy versus John Silver, which is I. I hope they make it a comedy match, but I also kind of hope they don't. Like, I don't know what to... The other ones, I know what I'm going and expecting. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to get out of this one. I, uh... I want you to know, if it wasn't for the fact that uh, Orange Cassidy is so high up the card and John Silver is like a glorified upper-lower carder... Yeah, I totally would have gone with John against anyone other than Orange Cassidy. But like, I think John Silver can pull out a no. <laughs> yeah, just a no. Uh, 
So that was your, we're not going to put in the dissension picks, but that was Dylan's dissension. Uh, Sheeta versus Rose. We all had Sheeta. I don't think it's, I don't think we're ready for a two-time women's champ yet. Like, it took a while, and I know, I don't want to be like, they're fighting NXT, but it took a while before you had any two-time NXT champs. Oh no, Nyla's probably winning that because the the Vicious Vixens. Like literally, oh, yeah. there's a there's I I'd give it a seventy five percent chance that Sheeta drops the title. It's just I die on Joshi Mountain. I don't know what to tell you. It's that's I mean I'm also a- I'm very I like that's how I feel about Sheeta too. It's like she's great. No, I've got like plenty of people that I'm like I wouldn't mind seeing Sheeta drop to them. Britt Baker fucking thunder rosa like there's numerous people who i'm like yeah they could beat sheeta but like nyla we've seen this before and i'm like okay not with not with vicky guerrero yeah uh you imagine uh, you imagine fucking nyla coming down and vicky's holding up the fucking belt like one of the hype men for a like a boxing match come on yeah, yeah uh hardy versus guevara we've got hardy this was my dissension match this was the one where i was like because i I really like Guevara, but also this is more than likely going to be a cinematic match, and Hardy's not going to come out of that with a loss, so... Yeah, unless, like, they decide to get real buck wild with it, but uh, no, if this is cinematic, that's his playground. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cody versus Darby, we all got Cody. I Via would... interference from the Dark Order. Oh, that's good. I was thinking this would be the Cody heel turn. Like, just to do it now, you've, you're going against one of your biggest baby faces, I would say, in Darby. Like, this is the place where Ooh, you would do Or Team do Taz it. is going to fuck with it. Probably Team Taz. Oh, yeah, because Team Taz was like, there will be an FTW presence at full gear. And I'm like, just give him a fucking match, Tony. Put him on the pre-show. Yeah, just make it so they don't have to force themselves at Tony. Tony! 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 Get uh, some better security, Tony. <laughs> Uh, MJF versus Jericho. We all got MJF. Um, Jericho could win, maybe. But part of me is like, either this is a bigger heel turn for MJF, where he like takes over the inner circle or something like that. Like, I, I don't know. Sammy, by the way, uh, like showed he has huge potential babyface chops on Wednesday. Oh yeah, in my uh, in my notes, I literally said Sammy Guevara, despite being a little shit and being perfect at showing off that he's a little shit, has great babyface potential. Like he really could. I want to see him team with Wardlow. Oh God, I want. I can't wait for Wardlow to pop off. I can't wait for Wardlow to pop off and go single. Also, uh, Dar- so Darby and uh, Will Hobbs have been like having each other's back, and. Uh, I want that tag team, too. Like, maybe not officially, but I just want to see, like, fucking Will Hobbs, like, yeets yeah. uh, Darby in the air, and Darby does a coffin drop off of it. Like, just something crazy. Yeah. It's a great uh, move. Moxley versus Kingston. I lo- We all love Kingston, but it's like, no, it's no, Moxley. I, I need Moxley to win so that he can lose to Kenny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think... I need yeah. the prophecy... I need the prophecy to be completed. Long-term storytelling, baby. Last year's full gear, they put on a barn burner. This year, they set up the eventual rematch. Mm-hmm. Down and with then, it. finally, Hangman Page, Kenny Omega. We all have match of the night. We all have Kenny, or we all have Kenny winning because Hangman Page has to reach rock bottom. Which, by the way, Blake, have you watched the episode? I have not. I need to tell you the saddest quote of all time, and it is from Hangman Page. And it was while uh, he was already like three sheets to the wind during his interview. And he goes, I'll tell you, if I lose this this Saturday, I don't know. I'll have nothing left except for this glass of whiskey. And I was just like, fuck. Okay. All right, Hangman. Shit. No sad yeehaw, man. All right, you beat you beat muscle tits. You you you're on the upswing. You Come did on. so good. You're doing so good. Don't. Oh. Is this? Are we also celebrating a historic moment right now? Is this the first time we've had a 
completely all agreeing pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, I think it is because like usually we will dissent, but this one, I just feel like it is written. Yeah. This, and just so also normally for like WWE pay-per-views, there'll be like one triple threat or multi-man. And since we, uh, since we instilled that rule last year. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, so, as it is written, so shall it, so it shall be. What did you boys learn this week? Oh, what the fuck did I learn this week? Um, hmm. <laughs> Jesus, Blake. Oh, fuck what it, dude. F- I just learned it's been... Wrestling is the bastion of escapism. <laughs> Um, I learned that there's only one way to get this show back to the length that it was supposed to be, and that's have it be the most nerve-wracking week possible and start real late at night. And then we're all just like, yeah, yeah, fuck it, uh, full gear, whatever. End the show! Uh, and I learned the, I learned the only way to get wrestle hard is with full gear. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having a good one to end it. Yeah, as me and Blake are just sitting here depressed, like, what the fuck, Nevada? Come on. Come on, Nevada! Alright, and where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter, you can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube, and you can find me here on the BS Network doing all these lovely, lovely shows. Dylan? (laughs) I don't need your follows. No, Suck Dylan, it. you're not Dylan, you're not allowed to do cameo anymore. You're not allowed. Hello. I'm taking over your account. We've also taken your Twitch. I too. have an OnlyFans. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo, S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And you can check out all the other BS Network programming, including the Audioverse Award finalist, Mini Adventures of Sammy Magic at a load of pure BS dot com. Special thanks to Mega Ran for our theme song, Fighters. You can find Mega Ran anywhere you can find fantastic, great music. Give him your support and love as you do with us. And as always, you can find us at loadofpurebs.com. Step up to the merch table at merch.loadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at FightBoyShowHousen. Because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life! 